Hey, hi, welcome to another episode of DL Spark Show. I'm your host, DL Spark, and it's so honored and good to be back here on Anchor Podcast. I hope everybody is staying at home, keeping us distance, keeping yourself safe, keeping yourself clean. Coronavirus is still here with us, and I pray for anyone who has who has a disease. The virus, excuse me. My heart's and prayers go out to you. I pray for speed recovery. If we have loved ones who has it, my heart's and prayers go out to them as well. I hope everybody is having a good Wednesday. I know I am. Because I'm in my home with my family doing this podcast while they're in the kitchen doing what they love to do best. Making a lot of noise. But other than that, it's going to be a beautiful 94 degree weather day in the DFW area. I'm looking forward to chilling in my sunroom once I get done doing this show. So I can relax, work on tomorrow's show, catch some rays, enjoy the weather a little bit, and head back in to finish up playing NBA 2K20. Because after all, that's the only sport I'm watching. Other than throwback basketball games on ESPN or NBA TV, old NCAA tournament, old football games, old baseball games. No, it is. It's kind of hard when you don't have sports in your life right now. It's kind of hard to watch stuff on TV when you don't have sports. Because, let's face it, if you're a sports fan, you're used to seeing your sports every day. You're used to it. It's like a sex scandal. You know, after the six o'clock sports center go off, you get prepared for the baseball game that's gonna be coming on, or talking about the NFL draft, NBA, soccer, hockey. You kind of get yourself prepared for what's coming up next. Not only that, prepare yourself because in NHL and NBA playoffs will probably would have started another week or two and you're getting you're sitting there you're watching these games especially teams with a seven eighth seed as they battle teams who are ninth and tenth spot who's trying to make that postseason. But now we have nothing. I mean, if we would have had an NCAA tournament the championship game would have been this past Monday. Now, all we can do is watch these vir- virtual brackets that people put up, and we just debate on that. Like, for example, I think the one I seen they had Michigan State win the NCAA tournament, and then another person had Duke win the NCAA tournament. Then you hear people arguing, "Well, why Michigan State and Duke? How come my team couldn't win it?" You know, we've had something to get ourselves into since we don't have our school. I think I've caught up on my TV program. And on top of that, I think I added on three or four shows. Three or four shows. So, this is what we're dealing with again. I pray that everyone is safe at home, not out here in the streets. Hope you guys are washing your hands, staying quarantined. Mind your own business, keeping y'all distance, spending time with your families, trying not to go crazy, try to make the best of this. Hopefully, 
this will go away soon but if not let's continue to do our part so it does go away this is serious anytime you hear people over a thousand people over excuse me over two thousand people have died this virus thousands of cases around this country even over what hundred thousands of cases around this world this is serious when i hear people who out here still partying still doing a day-to-day routine out here still living their lives like nothing's going on out here it makes me sad it makes me sad because we're that because they're that shallow they're that small this virus is killing people this virus putting people in hospital. This virus has people in comas fighting for their lives. And the last thing we need is for people not to take this serious. Or compare this to the flu. Or compare this to the bird flu. This is neither. This virus is taking lives of our loved ones. This virus has changed everybody's lives. Has changed everybody's day-to-day routine. Simple fact, we don't know when we're gonna be back to normal. Once this once this virus disappears, our lives have been changed. We don't know what's gonna happen next. So I, I beg you, I ask you, please take this serious. Please take this time and get to know your families again. Because a lot of us who always work 24-7, work all the time, I know it's a, it's a big adjustment. I know it's hard to do. Trust me, I know because I'm one of those who used to work all the time and come home, watch the TV, spend time with my family, and I go to bed and do routine all over again. Trust me, this is something that's not easy to do. But this is something that we have to do. And somewhat, this is something that getting to know all your family again is not a bad idea. It's not a bad thing at all. So just hang in there. Stay positive. Stay focused. This will go away. Before it go, before it, so it can go away. We have to do our part. So let's continue to do our part. Those who are not doing their part, if we know anyone who's not doing their part, please encourage them to do their part and stay home and wash their hands and stay away from people. Because when I find out anybody's near my family, real. So that was my public service announcement of the day. Thank you for listening. But if you want to hear more my show and this public service announcement I just did, all you got to do is go to Anchor Podcasts, scroll down to DS Walk Show, and listen to my show. If you like to leave a message, if you want to be part of my show, just leave a message. And I would definitely would love to have you on. 
or if you have a comment or you have a question, I will definitely read it on here. So again, go on anchorpodcast.com, scroll down to the DS Walk Show. You can leave a message, you can leave a voicemail if you're part of my show. Just say so. It's that easy. Trust me. <laughs> Just as easy as Jamie Winston, who finally has spoken about not being re-signed by Tim Big Buccaneers and the fact that they signed Tom Brady. So to James Winston, he feels it's an honor how he said kudos. Tim Bay Buccaneers. Replacing him. Legend. I guess in a way, if you James Winston, you can't Spin this into a positive, hey, you know, I was so bad, they didn't want me that bad that they went out and signed Tom Brady. But I guess that's the way you would take it. I guess, I guess so. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, James Winston was a really bad quarterback last season. I mean, the guy threw 30 interceptions, what you expect? 30 interceptions. I mean, it's the way in the world Tom Brady going to throw 30 interceptions. It's no way that Tom Brady is going to pass for 5,000 yards. It's no way that Tom Brady had 30 touchdowns. But I think that's the one right there. But I think Jimmy Winston needs to, I think he's kind of missing why he got released by the Buccaneers. And don't get me wrong. Bad kudos to the Buccaneers able to land Tom Brady. That's a huge signing for them. Let's just keep it real here. James Winston didn't take advantage, full advantage, of the talent that was around him on that team. James Winston was probably the best defensive player of the year. That's for football league. Because he was giving away the ball away for free to the other team. I mean, 30 interceptions. That just majority of it. We didn't count the fumbles. We didn't count those. We not count all the overthrows. Not reading the defense right. We not counting those as well. We're not counting the countless three and outs that he had. I'm not going to hear Nick pick on everything James Wilson did, did wrong because that's a waste of time. I'm not going to sit here and say, Jameis Winston, it's all that fault. I'm not going to do that. What I am going to say is that Jameis Winston had numerous opportunities to get it right. He had numerous opportunities to be the franchise quarterback and the top quarterback in Buccaneers. Once upon a time, he was the first overall pick in the NFL draft. Once upon a time, People believe that his talent make him one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. That was before he got drafted and after he got drafted. James Winston was wanted by a lot of teams. He can't eligible for the draft. And every year since he's been in the league, five years, James Winston has not improved from year one to year five. Actually, he stayed the same. That's why he's not in Tampa Bay. 
because he made the he keep continue making the same mistakes year one and year five. The only thing you can say James Winston got better at from year one to year five is that he passed with five thousand yards. But most of the time, all those other yards he got was after the fact that they were down by 10 points or more. So do you really count those yards? I mean, stat-wise, but those are meaningless yards. That's why I said James Winston is the best defensive player in football. Because he hurt his team more than he does good. Bruce Aarons is one of the top head coaches in football. Actually, he's one of the best coaches to coach quarterbacks. And he knows how to change them around. And he knows how to minimize their mistakes. And he knows how to coach them. So anytime I got out Bruce Aarons, who won the Tampa Bay job, so he can coach James Winston, try to change his luck, try to make him a better quarterback, try to make him a better leader, and anytime Bruce Aarons gives up on you, that's telling. But Bruce Aarons never gives up on nobody. He knows quarterbacks. He knows talented quarterbacks. And Jameis Winston has all the talent in the world. And he doesn't have it between the ears. He doesn't have it in his eyes. Because if he did, he would be the quarterback, starting quarterback, with a fat contract. It's the Bay Buccaneers. He doesn't see it. You know, sometimes when you hear the greats, they see it before it happens. James Winston doesn't see it before it happens. And he doesn't hear between his ears. So as he continues to work on his game and work out during the offseason. I gave him kudos for that. But I don't think the league is paying attention to it. Because when you hear that some teams want him to be a backup quarterback and that's the only way he's going to keep the job in the NFL, that is low. That's where you know you hit the low point. I do believe James Winston is a very talented quarterback. I believe James Winston should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think James Winston is better than some of these quarterbacks. I can name him. Ernie Barrio, he's better than Derek Carr. He's better than Tannehill. He's better than Trubisky. But yet, if he wants a job at the NFL, he has to be a backup quarterback. James Winston, I hope he understands that's a low point. That right there should be a chip on your shoulder. That right there should tell you how far you fell from grace. Now you need to hit on all the off the field issues that you have got yourself into. James Winston is going to have to change the way he approached this game. James Winston will have to change the way he sees this game. 
This is more than about business. Jameis Winston, this is per this is personal, but this should be personal. This should be about business. And this should be about your talent. All of that has question marks on them. I'm never going to question a man's hunger and desire. But I will question the thought process. I will question you. Not going to question your manhood. I am going to question what you're going to do about it. What you going to do? Because anytime a guy who's a quarterback, a starting quarterback, one of the top young quarterbacks predicted five years, five years, and to every round of the league, you haven't shown anything, but you're the best defensive player of the year because you threw a lot of 30 interceptions, actually more than that in a five-year career. If you got that negativity around you, where are you going to change that? How are you going to change that? If I'm Jamie Winston, I'm going to have the city of Tampa size chip on my shoulder. I have something to prove. I'm pissed off. Because the only way I can get a job in the NFL is as a backup quarterback. I'm mad because I'm not going to get the opportunity to compete for a starting job. Now, I'm not going to be out here and say kudos to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the only way they could replace me if they signed the goal future Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'm going to congratulate Tom Brady. I'm going to take that personal. Because I'm out of a job. I have no job. I have no team. I'm not a quarterback in this league right now. That's personal. If I'm James Winston, I'm changing my entire thought process. I'm changing the way I do business. I'm changing the way I practice. I'm changing the way I train. I'm going to have the process of I'm going to get a team that's going to take a chance on me. I don't care what team it is. I don't care if it's Chicago. I don't care if it's Carolina. I don't care if it's Denver. I don't care if it's Oakland. Excuse me, Las Vegas. I don't care if it's Minnesota. I don't care if the team that already has an established quarterback. I'm going in there. I'm not going to compete for a starting quarterback because I'm going to take their job. I'm going to make it hard on the head coach and the general manager to tell me no. I'm going to go in there with a think process, with a thought process, with any type of process. That this is my starting job. This I'm the starting quarterback on this team. You 
regardless if they already have a starting quarterback. I'm going to take this job. You're not going to beat me out for this job. I would like to see James Winston in the NFL. He's very talented. He has one of the best arms. Is he accurate sometimes? Is he a forward? Yes, he is. Can he make every throw? Yes, he can. Would I like to see him in the NFL? you damn right. But that's not up to me. That's not up to the teams out here who need quarterbacks. That's up to James Winston. And he can't be picky. Can't be choosy. You are unemployed. You do not have a job. Go find a team and go get that starting position. Because damn, give a kudos to the Buccaneers. Damn, give a kudos to Tom Brady, even though he's the GOAT, he's the best out here. But sign with Tampa Bay. Nah, man. Skip all that. I'm going to go out here. I'm going to give me a job. That's what he has to think about. That's his focus has to be. The same type of focus as these NFL draftees within 15 days be part of the elite group. Gonna be part in the elite league. Probably one of the best leagues to ever be assembled. The NFL. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like how I did that transition. That was kind of sweet. The NFL draft will be among us in 15 days on April the 23rd. And just like the WWE, where they had a WrestleMania or something different. The NFL draft is going to be very, very different. In fact, the NFL draft is going to be on the same level all of us who play fantasy football, who, how we do our drafting, my virtual NFL draft is going to be done that way this year because of the Rona. The Rona has changed the way the NFL do business, starting with the NFL draft. So, since the NFL drafts can be done online and virtual, the NFL, as we speak right now, has been testing out internet connections, going their little test run, because all these GMs now be doing their draft at home. Not at the facility, not at the stadium, at the comfort of their computer room, front room, kitchen, garage, man cave, in their car, wherever they keep their internet, wherever have they receive their internet, wherever they feel comfortable being at that time, that's where they're going to do their draft. 
just like us regular people or common folks or my favorite, just like us NFL nerds who play fantasy football. Now, the only thing I would like to see is that I want that two minute clock or one minute clock. That's what I want to see. When I do my fantasy draft, I don't have a lot of that much time to do my, make my picks. So I don't want to see a five-minute, seven-minute, or four-minute, three-minute clock want these GMs to target who they want, their pick, and move on to the next pick. I am kind of intrigued on how this is going to be televised. I am intrigued how the NFL will put this together. Now this is this is something new. This is something that we all never seen before. So I hope they put on a good show. And yes, I know there's gonna be some commentary. I'm looking forward to that as well. But this year NFL draft is actually gonna set in stone to what more likely the NBA might have to do, NHL might have to do, Major League Baseball. Because in that order, their drafts are coming up. Two in June, one in July. So they're basically going to be setting the standard on how this draft is going to be done. In the in NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball, they're gonna follow suit. So basically, the NFL is the guinea pig right now. So if they do it right, then you honestly say it was a success. If they do it right, other leagues will follow suit. If they do it wrong. Then you will see the other three leads doing the tinkering. They might have to change their plans. Well, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to see how these trades are going to happen. Because you know teams don't want to try to move down in the NFL draft. You know, we can't do that in fantasy football. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. It's going to be interesting to see how the trades with picks or trade for players. It's going to be interesting how the GM or the presidents or even some of the owners who are making these picks, how they can be able to interact with other teams. I mean, yeah, it's easy to say, hey, just pick up a phone, give them a call. You can't have 15 teams online at the same time. So it's going to be interesting to see the technology that the NFL is going to install for this draft. And we're going to see how each team going to communicate with each other. And how they're going to communicate with the NFL. And as a geek, as a nerd, as a guy who loves podcasting, as a guy who loves today's technology, as a guy who loves scouting, drafts, the whole nine yards. I'm so interested to see how this is going to turn out. Yeah, I live for this stuff. I live for drafts. I live for scouting. I live for um, 
free agency. Because to me, this is my best favorite time of the year. This is my favorite time of the year. I'm not the type of guy I would love to be on the road scouting town. I would love to be on the road just watching a player and see how they play and see how they fit to a, to a certain team. Love this thing. You can honestly say, I'm like the I'm like the mini version of Tom Shea. Is that I just don't do this for a living. I wish, but I don't. Other headline news. Hey, the great, the one and only former New York Yankee, Blue Garrett, is back with for sale today for $1 million. It was dated back to 1924, and it was used as a template to make Blue Red Slurry produce. Who cares? This bat worth one million dollars. And if you're starving and you want some more basketball, ESPN is having the greatest eBay final shot ever. Is it Jordan Dagger against the Celtics? Is it Magic Scott Hood versus the Celtics? Pointers from Kyrie and Ray Allen. Their respective championship, or if you went through the college basketball ranks, there's a lot of graduate transfers who are immediately eligible. We're not talking about scrubs, We're talking about guys who average over 16 points per game. Seven David Hate David. Jesus, uh former Michigan Green, who's the backup point guard, who's now put his name in the transfer protocol. So, so with that in mind, thank you for listening to my show. I do really, really, really appreciate you guys listening. I want to thank you guys for the support. Thank you so very much. And remember, keep your distance. Stay at home. Stay away from everybody. Be safe. Wow, unless you have to get food, get paper towels, paper, all the stuff you need to get by. And again, stay positive. Stay focused. Thank you. I love y'all. Talk to you later. Peace.